Welcome to the Real Estate Survival Guide, the show that teaches realtors how to create a thriving real estate business. Welcome to today's episode of the Real Estate Survival Guide podcast. So excited to have you guys with me and really pumped as we get into this series that we discussed earlier this week, talking about how to be a great buyer's agent and tips and tricks this month for you know these first four episodes here about being a buyer's agent, and then the second half of the month talking about being a better listing agent and how to get more listings. So today, as we talk about being a better buyer's agent, I want to tell you guys and remind you guys that you are the expert. So here's the thing, and, we, and we'll talk on our next episode about managing your client's expectations, but more than anything, what I see realtors struggling with is they don't act like the expert. They sort of act unsure of themselves when they approach a client, right? And you have to remember, if you want to be successful as a buyer's agent, you have to remember that you're the expert, right? Now, many of the buyers that I work with, actually probably 90% of them are first-time home buyers. Now, depending how long you've been in the business, that will shift. The longer I'm a realtor, the more it becomes more people buying a second home, investment home, et cetera. But probably 90% of my buyers are buying a home for the first time. So the main key for me is this, and my reminder to you is this. You are the expert, and you have to be confident and bold in your expertise and be willing to help and educate them, right? Education is key. And I got to be honest with you guys, I coach and train and mentor agents every single week, not only here on the podcast, but through the membership, the mastermind community that I run. And I'm telling you, some of the people in these groups that I speak to, they are not confident and they are letting their buyers run them ragged right? And if you're local to the area, you'll know some of these areas that I'm about to talk about. But there's agents that I coach and train that are showing homes in Lancaster, PA, Reading, PA, York, Harrisburg, King of Prussia, going all over God's creation to look for homes. And that is, you know, for one, a boundary issue, but it's not showing that they're the expert, right? You can't be all over the place with many of your clients. You have to kind of help them hone in on the area they're looking for and what they're looking for in a home, right? If you want to be a great buyer's agent, you have to educate your clients and you have to remember that the client's not the expert. You have to set some parameters and boundaries and you might have to have, I say this phrase all the time in the membership, you might have to come, with, come to Jesus moment with that client. And I'm not talking about a literal faith discussion. Obviously, I'm talking about you got to sit down with them, talk to them about the realities of buying a home. I was coaching someone recently and the client was pre-approved to $200,000. And they were showing the client's homes that were listed for $198,000. Now, I'm not sharing anything with you guys that I did not tell this person directly one-on-one. I will not call them out by name. They will know who they are when they listen. But again, I've had this conversation actually many times with many people, specifically with one person within the last couple of weeks. But it's if it's happened once, it's happened half a dozen times. If it's happened half a dozen times, it's happened two or three or four dozen times with different realtors, right? You have to educate your clients. You have to. You are the expert. 
you are doing your clients and yourself and the seller and the listing agent a great disservice if you are showing them homes that have been on the market two days that are at 198,000 when they are approved for 200,000 and when they're gonna need inspections, appraisals, right? Maybe it's a government back program like VA, FHA, USDA. You can't be showing them a 100 year old home with a bunch of chip paint and needing railings, et cetera, on the second or third day that the home is on the market for $200,000 over what they can spend and expect to get the job done, right? The market, even though it's softened a little bit, is still a seller's market. The reality is the odds are, unless that home has been on the market longer than 14 days, there's absolutely no way that that client's gonna get the house and no point in showing that client a home that is $2,000 under what they can spend. You're just setting them up for disappointment. And so I want you to be the expert. I want you to educate your clients. Hey, here's the reality of the market and the situation. You're not gonna get this home for 2,000 over the list price. It's just not gonna happen. Part of this educating the client about the market is also saying, right, how far over list price are they able to go? And how long has the home been on the market? Sure, you can show someone a home that's been on the market two and a half weeks, when they can approve 2000 over the price because maybe you can get it at list price. But two days on the market is just not going to happen. And I would encourage you, and maybe you need to write these things down. If you're a realtor, write these questions down and think about this with every client, okay? Do they know the realities of the market and how much over list price homes are going for? If they don't, you need to educate them. You need to show them, well, I know you really like this home that's 198,000, but I'm gonna show you three to five or whatever homes that have been priced at 198 or thereabouts and how far above asking price they actually sold for. Usually 10, 20, 30,000 over. You need to educate them. You need to talk to them about how much homes are going for over list and talk to them about the realities of them having multiple contingencies, mortgage contingency, appraisal, inspection, right? Maybe sale and settlement of another home contingent. Do they know that those things and every single added contingency makes it, you know, very hard? Okay, maybe not impossible, but pretty darn close to impossible to get a home in a seller's market with so many different contingents when... Other people are going to come in over and above the list price cash or giving free rent backs, all these different things. Do they know the realities of this? As I was thinking about this episode and getting it ready and recording it this week, I showed a client a home today. The client bought a home a year ago with me. Um, they don't necessarily have to move, but they're feeling like they found the dream home. And when we looked at this home I shared the reality of it with them, right? I had to educate them. I said, hey, do you realize if you make an offer on this home, we're gonna make an offer and it's gonna have to appraise, do inspections, et cetera. And you will have to make it contingent on selling your other home when that house is not even on the market. It'd be different if the home was on the market and under contract. So I just said, they have multiple offers. It's gonna be very tough. Now, could we get it? 
possibly, hopefully, right? We are, we'll put in a very strong offer, but the reality is it probably won't happen. Such as one example of the hundreds I could share where you have to be the expert and educate the client. Let's say in that situation, I just let them run me from house to house. I didn't even tell them about how hard it would be to go under contract to buy when they would have to sell a home that wasn't even listed on the market and the photos haven't been taken, the paperwork hasn't been done. If the client thinks they know better than you, you might need to fire that client, okay? Remember over over the months and years on the podcast, we've talked about those client boxes and you know working with your avatar. If they're gonna argue with you and tell you you don't know anything, then it's probably not the client for you. And here's the thing, guys, and you need to know this, even if you are a new realtor, even if you barely just finished the real estate exam and you just joined a brokerage this week, guess what? You've studied, you know about the market, you know more than your client. You are the expert, even if you're new, and you have to educate them. And at the end of the day, you have to be the expert and guide them. Remember, there are a bunch of emotions that go into you know buying a home, so they might forget what you've told them. You always have to guide them back right on, on the path they should be, right? Put those guardrails around them. Honestly, the way I'd kind of think of it in like a silly example would be like, you know, a bowling ball. Now your client's not a bowling ball, that's not the point, but the point is when you roll a bowling ball, you know, you might need those bumpers sometimes and maybe they need those bumpers, those guardrails set up. Maybe they're like a train. You put them on the track and then you have this track that keeps them within these lines of what, you know, they're pre-approved for, what they can buy, the contingencies, etc. You are the expert. Educate them and they have to trust you, right? You're the expert. They have to trust you. And again, you don't want to be rude about it. You don't want to be unkind, but they have to understand you're the expert. And if they want to buy a home, they need to trust you to get the job done. So remember, you are the expert. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was an episode that helped you think about being a better buyer's agent, educating your clients about the realities of the market, the process, what all that's like. You have to educate them. And so I will talk to you guys on our next episode on Monday. We will talk about part two of some buyer tips and tricks. And we will be talking then about managing your clients' expectations. So thanks for listening. I'll see you guys then. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Survival Guide. If you enjoyed this episode, we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others discover the show. Thank you so much. And we will see you on the next episode.